Youth ministry can be difficult, messy, and even awkward at times. This podcast is to help you embrace those moments better. Whether you're full-time, part-time, volunteer, or even a parent, we want to give practical tips to help unpack the weird and fringe moments dealing with youth. And now, here are your hosts for Embrace the Awkward podcast, DJ and Kyle. Well, welcome to episode three of the Embrace the Awkward podcast, where we have one goal in mind, and that's to help you handle the awkward better. I'm DJ, and I'm here with Kyle. How's it going? Hello, hello. So, DJ, I got a question. Today, we're going to be kind of talking about how can we wow our leaders, particularly in the uh, appreciation kind of realm. Okay. So, when was the last time you felt the most appreciated? Hmm. I think there's two times. Okay. But I'm going to narrow it down to one here. All right. And I'm going to say when I was leaving the last church I was at, my very last, like Wednesday night, I walk in and they had a cake and they had, I don't know, I, I probably, they probably had over 120 cans of Diet Coke that they had spelled out, like, we love you, DJ. Right. And then, and which I'm, I, I don't know if I even drank all, I think I lost them, honestly. But, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I definitely felt the most appreciated probably on that that night. That was my last Wednesday at my last church. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about this at my previous church as well. Um, we had a big banquet and my wife and I were kind of celebrated and stories were shown and pictures were shown. We were there for about eight years. Um, and I just felt so appreciative of that time. And that got me thinking, like, why in the world do we feel the most appreciated after we're already leaving or we have already left? Like, <laughs> it's the end of a ministry air. They say, okay, let's have a party or a banquet or something. And then that's when they appreciate you. Right. And so I just wanted to kind of tackle this awkward situation of how can we show our appreciations for our leaders while we still have them rather than them transferring out or they've, they've done, a, you know, a 15-year commitment where thanking them, we're having a banquet. So right. that's kind of what I want to talk about today is how can we wow them? Right. What's a wow thing for you in appreciation? If someone was going to appreciate you and surprise you, what would be a, an idea? <laughs> a hilarious thing that honestly is a really good answer for me personally is uh, Casey's gas station gift cards. Okay. I, <laughs> that is something that like I will ask for, I mean, anytime. It's like I go get a pop every morning. That's where I get my gas. Um also, probably like a new recliner would probably wow me. I think a recliner, I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, a Corvette would be me. Absolutely, I would be totally surprised. <laughs> no, but that just brings to mind for me like times I've done something for someone and they've been like, "Okay, thanks." Yes. And like here, I did. I just put in you know hours of effort into something, or put in a lot of work, or set up and tear down, or something. And they were like, "All right, thanks." And then like they expressed their appreciation kind of but it, it was kind of almost a given like yeah they were genuine probably in your thinking is because i've been in that situation too where right. I, I get this general hey thanks everyone and that was it but hey i just dedicated the past 20 hours in getting this event ready or right. setting up behind the scenes and i get a thanks that's right. it so uh, i think particularly youth influencers need to do a better job of showing appreciation, not just being appreciative, but showing appreciation to their adult leaders. That's a small group leader. That's a setup guy. That's, you know, behind the scenes. If a, a, a volunteer or a parent comes and brings food for a night, how can they show appreciation? Uh, because if you don't, 
man, it really stings. Yeah, so so why is caring for leaders in your ministry so important? I mean, what's the, what's the turnaround there? Yeah, I think one of them, is, one of the benefits is it kind of sticks them together. There's a loyalty that is be brought. If someone knows they're being treated well, they're more likely to go the second mile or go the, the take their volunteerism to the next level, if you will. Um, and also, they f- are a little bit more loyal. It's like, you know what? I can do this for another school year. I can. Mm-hmm. It helps with that connective, that glue that brings people together if they know and are that they see and experience appreciation. So it's super important. And I have done a poor job and a good job in different situations in my ministry career. And the more I'm in youth ministry, the more I see the need and the importance of appreciation. In fact, I would say, and this is hard for several youth groups, especially if they have smaller budgets, that 10% of your entire budget should be dedicated to adults appreciation or training or just for your adult volunteers 10% of your entire budget just right. dedicated to that every single year but that's a hard commitment but we I do that a little bit longer uh, with my current church just because I have more volunteers than I ever have before so it just takes up more funds mm-hmm. but it's a good rule of thumb is 10% dedicated to advancing supporting and appreciating your leaders right your leaders are like are the lifeblood of your ministry like truly if, if a student goes through 7 through 12 or 6 through 12 or you know up or whatever your unique ministry is like if they go through and they only hear you and they only um get really poured into by you um i mean without them you're in they're in your influence is capped without yeah. other people that are pouring in without them your influence is being is being capped at what you can do yep absolutely um and so those having people in your ministry that are dedicated to it that you are caring for that are there to pour into youth, but then also know like, hey, I can come to this place and be cared for as well. Um, I think that's just so important. Yeah, so we always use the phrase wowing them, as in it's a so nice of a gesture or a gift or a comment or an event that they feel wowed, like, wow, that's that's awesome. I didn't see that coming. There's a little bit of surprise, mm-hmm. and it kind of goes above and beyond than a simple, hey, thank you kind of situation. Right. And, and there's some things that, actually help not just with loyalty and and all that but if you have a good wowing situation with your leaders and they feel appreciated it actually helps with recruiting Mm -hmm. because they're going to be their own billboards or your billboards if you i should say to your ministry and they're going to say hey you should do this hey this is awesome we have so much fun oh we do this there's a connection level not just what the impact you're making onto the students, but also a team-oriented approach just with adult leaders. Right. I mean, think about that wow culture kind of is the phrase that I'm, I'm thinking about. Like, let's think about Disney World, for example. Um, I have seen less ads for Disney World, but I have seen more pictures of people that have yeah. been wowed right. and posted on their social media that make people say, wow, I want to go to Disney World. And then yeah. they go, I mean, the, the once you create that wow culture and and people realize that it's a, I mean, it's a cool thing to serve in the youth ministry. I'll get cool gear. I mean, as much as that's not what you do it for, there's also a side of like getting cool stuff makes you want to do something. I mean, right. Yeah. And and if you think about it, the opposite end of this spectrum, the appreciated leader is willing to go above and beyond. You can ask more of them, but the disgruntled leader who doesn't feel appreciated, uh, appreciated, I should say, that is a situation where, man, it's tough to, for them to even do basic jobs or fulfill their duties, let alone asking them to do more. Mm-hmm. A, a disgruntled leader actually 
breeds almost like a cancer in your youth ministry because they start complaining or they start, di uh, you know, dissing the ideas or the impact or you as a uh, youth influencer. And now you have to deal with that and you have a, a huge awkward conversation because they don't feel appreciated. So mm -hmm. if you can do that ahead of time and show your appreciation ahead of time, then they don't get disgruntled. And, you know, this isn't perfect. And it's not like you have to begin paying them and, and showering them with all kinds of gifts. Right. Please don't leave. Please don't be mad. Right. That's not the situation. But you can at least show your appreciation and saying, look, you are part of something big in yourself. And mm -hmm. I just want to thank you for that. Yeah. So when we say wow, um, I have an example of the non-wow thank you gift. Uh-oh. All right. So when I was uh, in uh, ministry about 10 years ago, uh, there was a situation where we wanted to show appreciation. And, and I gave it to an, one of my adult leaders. Um, and this adult leader, she's super crafty, super nice. It's one of those typical moms to everyone. And she mm -hmm. had like two kids in the youth group. So I said, hey, could you just make a little card and a little gift and at our appreciation end of the year dinner, um, you know, go ahead and pass this out. So she bought a whole bunch of candy ring pops, you know, like not ring pops, but like lifesavers mm -hmm. and then put on the sticker. You're a lifesaver. Thanks for all that you do. And that was the gift. And I'm telling you, it became a joke, not an appreciation. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I am a lifesaver. Thank you. Like that. And our churches have done it. Kids ministry. No offense, kids ministry. But I know you're a, vic a victim of <laughs> yeah. doing this um, or a perpetrator, as you will, of doing all of this. So when we say wow factors, we don't mean just some little cheesy, corny things. Now, there can be corny situations, but man, I... I felt so bad uh, passing these lifesavers out and I did not realize I should have thought this through and coordinated with her on what she was going to do. It right. was a huge ministry mistake. And I meant, I remember apologizing for this gift and she got upset because I wasn't <coughs> appreciative of her giving this gift. And I just had, you know, a ripple effect of awkward conversations oh, sure. dealing with that. Something that I did this last year that I, for, for around the end of the first semester that I totally thought was going to be like, I was like, this is just the stupidest. I mean, I literally like, I, I, to be honest, Kyle, I was like, this is like the lifesavers thing. Like that's, <laughs> I literally thought had that thought in my mind. Um, but I just bought like cheap Christmas ornaments. Okay. And then I had all the kids sign them from that year. And oh I yeah. Drew okay. on each one. And like, it was a really cheap and really easy thing. And they literally, they loved it. Yeah. They were like, this is so cool. It's you personal. Yeah. It's affordable. So to say, I mean, to say that is, is what we're saying is, wow does not mean that you have to have a massive budget. Yep. Wow does yep. not mean that you have to like put tons of money, you know, thousands of dollars, hundreds of dollars into, yep. well, it doesn't take that. Pinterest will be your best friend in this situation. It will be. <laughs> yeah, guys, if you don't have a Pinterest account and you're just stealing from your wife's, like get your yes. own, it's okay. I'm telling you, youth influencers need to be on social media and they need to be on Pinterest. On Pinterest. There's so much. <laughs> I have so many boards that are like youth room, right. youth closet. Youth... <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. So let's go through some maybe some ideas on how a youth influencer could wow their other adult leaders. Or if you're an adult leader, how maybe you could wow maybe your other partner adult leader or maybe some student leaders or even your group. So this is not just the the youth worker or the youth pastors wowing all the adult leaders. This is on any level. 
Mm-hmm. And the first thing is in in doing this, it's the given, but it's need to be said, pray for them. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just pray for them, but actually tell them, hey, just so you know, I, I sent an email to someone that says, hey, I prayed for you. Um, and I just want to let you know, whatever you're going through, uh, for re- some reason, God laid your name on my heart and I just wanted to pray for you. And that was it. And I was shocked how uh, positive an email response gets back whenever I do that mm-hmm. to an adult leader. Yeah. Um, so that's just one of them. And don't like just send out like a mass email to you. Because, yeah. Like, especially like I can, I'm just picturing in my head, like all of my leader, I have 13. Okay. All of them are married to each other except one. Well, not like. Not like that, but, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's so all that's an interesting <laughs> church you have there. <laughs> so it's so it's all couples, and so like if I sent both of them like a hey, I prayed for you, right? Like and your spouse, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, really intentionally, intentionally taking that is is a yeah. huge thing for sure. So this isn't necessarily a wow factor, but it's more of a foundational factor. Uh, I think if you're going to wow them and you're going to show your appreciation, the bottom level thing is regularly communicate with them. And this mm-hmm. could be a whole nother podcast, uh, but poor communication or no communication just builds frustration. And that frustration builds like disgruntledness and disgruntledness yep. then builds conflict. And it just is a whole nother Yoda thing. Don't do it. Yep. All right. Um, so email, Facebook, face, uh, you know, face to face, video, whatever it can, whatever you can go ahead and just over communicate. And then appreciation will feel or be received better just because right. they're not disgruntled and you're working from behind. Right. On like I send on Mondays every week, I send an email out. And then on Tuesdays I send just a private YouTube video. That's just me giving them information just so they can have it in a different form. Um, it's basically the same information, a little more on the video, but they can listen to it as they drive or watch it or whatever. Yeah. So they're taking it in a different way. They could, even they could watch it with their kids, their young kids at home. And it would be, I mean, they could just sit with their family and do it while they're with their kids. And so, yeah. But there are times where I'm like, I feel like I sent too many messages this week. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. and, you know, but no, that communication. And literally, even when I was, I had a meeting my first week with my with my youth ministry staff when I started. And I just, I sent out a survey the week before and said, hey, so um, like what rocks about KHC youth, what doesn't, things like that. And the big, they were like, the one thing we really need is communication. We really want someone who can communicate really well with us. Like, yeah, and that's your adult leaders. We're telling that. me that they yeah. wanted to be commute, and so yeah, communication on on all levels is just so important. Yep. Yeah. So uh, the if you want to kind of want to go up the ladder, besides regular communications, one of the things that I don't, I haven't done a good job in the past, and I'm still trying to figure this out um, because it is an awkward situ- situation. Is celebrate successes, mm-hmm. and someone comes to to the Lord for the first time or an, an adult leader gets this award. I, I remember on a teacher, she got this teacher of the year award kind of situation and I didn't thank her or, or celebrate her or anything, social media, nothing. And I just remember that was just a terrible missed opportunity. So there, they would like to be celebrated as well. They worked hard even outside of your youth group mm-hmm. or youth ministry. So celebrate successes, their personal ones, the youth ministry successes, if their youth group is rocking it and their students are bringing friends or they won this big game, celebrate them. Bring them up on stage says, hey, make sure you thank your leader because they are awesome right now. Uh, so celebrate the successes. And if you can find a system or create a system that regularly does that, it's just going to build momentum for your other ministries because 
what behavior or ideas that you celebrate is what's going to be repeated. Mm-hmm. Yep, for sure. Uh, so out of the end of the school year for you, I know you only had one right. and there was COVID situation. Um, but if that didn't happen, would you, what would you usually do for your leaders at the end of the school year? They finished that. Would you have a get together or would you send a thank you note? What would you do if you could do it all over again and didn't have COVID situation? So coming in with my zero years of full-time youth ministry experience, my plan was to divide up my budget Basic, for leaders, basically, and say like, "Hey, at the end of each semester, okay, do like, like something gift-wise." Um, and then with all the COVID stuff, I made the mis- literally this year. I made the mistake of um, when I was going to have a leaders meeting to recap the year. It was to recap the year, okay. And it wasn't like a, "Hey, I'm having a night to thank you guys. I'm having a night to honor you guys. I'm having a, you know, we're going to be we're going to be planning for the future because we can do that because you guys are so awesome." It was like we're going to just talk about the year. Um, and here's a glorified yeah. meeting. Please attend. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> right. Anything that could be done in an email or whatever, or the other ways I communicate with you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, but yeah, normally we would have something and, and, you know, that's just a, a lesson that I learned this year about even in terms of just meeting in person. Like there's such a more, there's such a high responsibility to attend something. If there's like a, Oh, I'm going to be honored. Like yeah. I'm an honored guest coming to this event, you know, to this thing. Right. Um, like, in fact, I've switched the language from leaders meeting to leaders night. Yeah. For our for our meetings, just because like that sounds more like it's a cool. No one wants to go to a meeting. <laughs> wants to right? go to a meeting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, so I have a, a leadership team that helps me plan events and basically kind of like a leadership board for the student ministry. And very early on in uh, my ministry at my current church, we've started a culture of end of the year appreciation dinner. And so I remember the first year I did it, this was several years ago, we came together, we, we uh, wanted some steak, so we cooked some steak uh, on this, and, um, and so it happens to be on Wednesday night, the same night that our kids' ministry was having their appreciation dinner, okay? And so we decided we're going to have steak and shrimp, like that just is a wow factor, and it's something special. It was more expensive, absolutely, but we want to say this was a great year, and this is my first year doing it, so I was appreciative of all the craziness that I brought to that and all the changes and right. everything else. And I just want to say thank you. And the, the dinner itself was the gift, and we would come together and we would celebrate, sometimes kind of go over the recap of the year, but also here's what the future is. But the biggest part was having some fun and just eating a really good meal. What I didn't realize is... The kids' ministry and the student ministry was cooking on two different grills all at the same time in the same location right when you enter the church. And the kids' ministry was having hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> and let's just say the kids' ministry was not happy with me uh, because all these kids' ministry families who are having their appreciation are, are walking in and like, steak, shrimp, awesome. They sit down they their hot dog. and they're handed a hot dog <laughs> and hamburgers and Oh, yeah. My recruiting did go up a little bit the next year for, for student ministry. But That's I, funny. But, yeah. And the kids' ministry has since changed. We've done different nights. They don't do hot dogs and hamburgers anymore. But now it's a tradition, and people are actually looking forward to it. Hey, when's that steak and shrimp dinner? And sure. we've added a cheesecake to it. And it's just been a thing that only adults attend. And it's they bring in their spouses. It's a big, expensive event for us. But man, it's that one thing that they come together and look forward to that. And it's all for appreciation. Yeah. And do you provide childcare? 
Yes. Yeah, that's what. I, yeah, because I have <laughs> all of my leaders have. I have like, there's like twelve kids in for my leaders, and they're yeah. like all under the age of eight. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and so we invite the whole family because uh, we're not just a pr- showing appreciation to the leader who showed up every Wednesday night, but the spouse who allowed the leader to go right. every night, and the kids who aren't in high school or middle school to uh, allow their parents or both parents sometimes to show up and be appreciative. So we offer a meal for them too, but we do have high school students or other people watch the, their children during the meal. So usually we have about uh, you know 45 minutes of a meal, then we uh, a break and the kids go off to play and all that, and we have sure. another 45 minutes of just different stuff, games, prayer, sharing stories, fun, all that. Right, sweet. Yeah, so um, an- another thing that we need to realize is there's a corporate level appreciation, like a, on a dinner event like that, like a steak and shrimp dinner. Mm-hmm. But then there's also a personal level. So like your ornaments, your Christmas ornaments, that was a great idea to, Hey, how can I share? Thank you. So did you have all the kids sign each ornament or just their small groups or how that work? Yeah. All the kids signed each ornament. Yeah. Which was difficult in a way. Like they yeah. had, like I had to hide them and like basically for the, like for three weeks in a row, like, grab a kid by the back of the shirt and be like, <laughs> sign this. And <laughs> sign all of them. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that is a personal touch is everyone has one thing that's unique to them and yet everyone shares it and that is a birthday. Mm-hmm. And forgetting adult leader's birthday is no big deal, but man, it's a wow factor when you don't forget it mm-hmm. and you surprise them. And you celebrate it with more than like a post on their wall that says, HBD. Right. <laughs> like right. when you celebrate it more than like a happy birthday. I'm terrible with dates and Facebook has saved me so many times. Oh, is that person's birthday? Happy birthday. I knew it all along. Yeah. On Facebook. Yeah. In fact, like this, I literally, cause I was thinking about that today. I was like, man, I have been really bad about birthdays with my leaders. And I thought at the beginning of the year, I had them write down their birthdays. I was like, why didn't I just put it in my calendar? Yes. So pro tip, get your leaders birthdays. If it's going to be awkward, awkward to ask for it, like literally just do it. Be like, Hey, what's your birthday? And then, yeah. Or if you have like a church messenger system, it's probably in that. But go right, like add them to your calendar and like set an alert. Yeah. And like a week before even if you're going to get a gift or something. But yeah, that, yep. that's a huge wow factor moment. For yeah. Sure. And the other thing that that I've done uh, just recently is I get a bunch of birthday cards. And I have my admin. Now, I know not everyone has their, their own admin. But I had my assistant basically set aside um, a birthday card. And they put their birthday date on the top right-hand corner where the stamp goes. Mm-hmm. So the stamp covers ah, that date. That's smart. And, and on my desk, almost every week, it's, okay, here's people's birthdays. So come Monday or whenever, I fill out a birthday card. I give it back to my ad- admin. She mails it two days before the birthday, mm. and it's a surprise. And we also have, like, uh, a little gift certificate to what we call our hub. It's like a snack shack at our church, and it's $5. You can get anything you want. And, cool. and there's been gifts, but just so that they know we remember the birthday, even though I don't keep track of everyone's birthday, mm-hmm. I have a system, but they still need to be appreciated. And yep. it's better if it's a handwritten note than it is a generic happy birthday, you know. Right. Um, you know, you're now that you're 40, like right. we don't say the age or anything. <laughs> but, yeah, that's a personal touch. And then also take him out to lunch. Um, I try to do this. I need to do this a, a way better. But, hey, let's go out to lunch sometime. And I take an adult leader or a couple out to lunch. 
and I always pay for it. Right. Um, and that's just another appreciation. I'm a big food person. If you're going to show me appreciation, you're going to give me something to eat. Right. That's my personal touch. Feed them, they will come. <laughs> right. And so I, that's kind of why how I show my appreciation to my adult leaders a lot is over food. Mm-hmm. And almost every uh, adult leaders meeting or small group leaders meeting, we have food. And, man, my attendance is not poor at all. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Right. Food that's that's not like hot and ready pizza. Yes. $5 yeah. hot and ready pizza is not the food that's going to bring your leaders. <laughs> right. Because to... that's probably what they eat a lot of nights of the week with their young families anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So um, another thing that shows appreciation, and this isn't really a a wow thing like a gift. It's more handling the tough conversations first. So Mm. like, let's say they um, are not feeling appreciative or they have a conflict or they just dealt with a huge problem in their small group. And one of the students says, this is boring. I don't like small groups or just didn't mean to insult them, but basically insult them. Like being there and having a listening ear and just a voice of encouragement, but not downplay it. Like, oh, no, you're really awesome. That kid is stupid. Like, that's not necessarily genuine. Um, But more having a situation that's like, you know, this this is this sucks. But um, your value is not in how your students respond and kind of encourage them in more than one ways. Right. And then really helping with that aspect and also kind of controlling the complaining that sometimes happens or comes up when you can have those awkward conversations, it actually shows appreciation, even though you're not actually saying thank you or anything like that, just because they feel that, okay, someone else knows that I went through this bad thing. Right. Is just a form of appreciation that most people don't realize. Right. Yep. For sure. And I think another way that just kind of wows, I had a leader one time that just, felt obligated to be there but was well aware that they just mm. shouldn't weren't not, not the they, right they fit. were not the right fit and they were well aware of it but they felt so obligated to be there and i just i got went and got coffee with them and i was just like dude so tell me about life i before i even asked said anything i just said tell <laughs> me about life and it was like vomit on the table oh, i mean no. like like stuff with his his married life and all this yeah. stuff was going on and and i said dude if if you need to step back like you I want to give you the freedom to and that was like a wow for him to be like he cares enough to, that he doesn't just need me yeah like he cares so much that he doesn't he's not just wanting to use me he's right wanting to and I think that's another wow thing that people might not always be appreciative right away right right <laughs> like telling someone that they might that they you might want them to go away for a while <laughs> it sounds bad yeah. but, or this but I mean, is definitely not the miniature for you right yeah yeah for sure yeah because I think that just kind of breeds resentment uh, because we are avoiding that awkward conversation, but it actually shows trust and respect to them by doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, another thing that I have is uh, provide moments of rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for my adult leaders or particularly like I have uh, interns every summer and they're learning on, if they feel called into youth ministry in some way or the other. And um, when we do a big event, whether it's a mission trip or a camp or whatnot, giving them that rest right afterwards. I'm uh, a workaholic and I could move right for- forward and not really rest. And that's a weakness of mine. Mm-hmm. So I have to plan out my rest. Um, but right. giving adult leaders a moment to rest and breathe and say, hey, that was a tough week. 
Right. Um, you know what? If you need to take the week off, go ahead and do that, but also program it. And so here's how we've learned to do that. So we have small group leaders. And so our youth group is on Sunday nights for high school students. And we have programming, worship, lesson, all that. And then small groups are right after that. Mm-hmm. In the summertime, though, we don't have small groups. We still have our youth group. Um, worship lesson, all that. But instead of small groups, we have kind of what we call after parties. And each week is something different. But this gives the small group leaders a chance to take a summer break, take a vacation for the families, whatever, and not be obligated mm-hmm. to be there every single week. But yet ministry still continues on. Yeah. So come fall, they're refreshed. Because if you don't give rest to your adult leaders, you're going to burn them out. Yeah. And it doesn't matter their personality. It doesn't matter how good they are. And a burnt-out small group leader actually causes more damage than mm-hmm. no small group leader at all. Yep, for sure. I think a last way to care for your leaders is just being able to provide for them, like physically for the ministry that they're doing, um, being able to give them something to help them grow. And Because like a lot of times, especially when you're just coming in, if you haven't done youth ministry as a volunteer leader for 30-plus years, yep. <laughs> it's, yep. it's kind of like, am I doing this right? Like. Am I asking, am I supposed to read exactly the questions or am I, and we don't always do a great job of, you know, moving people into taking on a small group. Um, and even if we assume that like, hey, this person, I think they'd be great and we're just going to let them go. We don't always do a great job. But so I think providing them with some training, whether that be, you know, like a, a curriculum or a resource that we can give them or something that we develop, but um, developing your leaders is so important too. And I think they appreciate the fact that you're come, when you come at it from like a, you don't need development, but leaders want to be developed. Yeah. And that's what, and I think they, they realize a good leader will realize that and appreciate that. Yes. And you might not be a successful right away in that. And you might provide the training that they don't really need, or it's like, I don't really want that, but you'd be surprised on, Oh man, I didn't think about that way. Right. And there's a video or a book you provide that's like, well, thanks for letting me know. And it definitely helps a personality who's like, I want more, more, more. I need research. I need processing yep. it. And so, yeah, totally agree with that. Um, so quick story uh, on maybe an opposite uh, situation on how not to wow uh, an adult leader. I was um, in a church and I was, uh, this is very early on in my ministry career. So I was an adult leader for another church. So I wasn't a youth, youth influencer, a youth pastor or anything like that. And um, this, uh, cu- the culture of this church was all about sending out personal letters at the end of the year. And this, uh, this youth pastor would write up, handwritten, write up letters of how wonderful you are and highlight a few things that you did and talk to some adult leaders. I mean, the first year I did it, it and felt, or first year I received the letter, I was like on cloud nine. It was awesome. Like, man, I didn't know he paid attention and all that. So the second year it happens. Um, and I'm really actually looking forward to this letter. The letter goes into, and it says how awesome I was and how amazing a job I did. And then listed 20 different things. But I got down to lesson three or four, and I realized this is not my letter. And mm-hmm. none of this is what I did. And it had my name up at the top and everything else. And I realized uh, that he he copied and pasted the first section and the last section and only the middle list of noticing things he, he changed. Mm-hmm. And it was like a betrayal. Like I was like, ah, he gave me the wrong person's letter mm-hmm. in this. And I thought all those handwritten letters was just to me. Uh, So you can get 
have good intentions to show appreciation and you realize this is a lot of work, mm-hmm. um, but you don't want to come across disingenuous. Mm-hmm. You don't want to come across um, everything else. And it's not like you can't copy and paste. Uh, you can only say happy birthday so many times <laughs> without being right. repeated. Right. But I just remember it was the complete opposite effect of what he wanted. So I confronted him, not mean or anything like that. I says, hey, I think you got the wrong letter. And at the same time, another leader came up and says, I think you got the wrong letters. He just grabbed both letters and switched them. <laughs> because oh, no. we were both, he's like, yep, sorry, and then <laughs> moves on. Um, wow. I laugh about it now, but I remember at the time, I was like, ah, like I just was, yeah. it all worked out. But yeah, I would say being genuine is a crucial factor of wowing them. Mm-hmm. For sure. Wowing your leaders is so important. And that's why we talk, we wanted to talk about it today. Um, caring for your leaders, investing in your leaders is so important, can have such an incredible impact on your ministry. And we hope that you got some tips today that you find valuable that you can use. Um, Make sure to check us out on social media, on Instagram and on Facebook. You can join our Facebook community group at the ETA podcast community. We can't wait to do life together. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for being our friend. We'll see you next time.